0: The owner of this website came to me because he's really frustrated because he got recently a very pretty, quote unquote, fancy website that had a good look, but suddenly he was not getting the leads he had before with his older website Welcome to the Hustle Rebellion show. We are on a mission to prove that being busy all the time does not always lead to success. We are business owners who are ready to stop wasting energy so we can be more productive. This podcast will give you the steps to stop hiding behind the hustle so you can start living the life you want. I'm your host, Heather Porter. Hello and welcome to episode 22. All right, so guys, I'm going to be trying something new on this show. I'm going to call it a website audit tear down. I know, kind of cheesy, right? But I quite like the name. (laughs) So I do something in my business called CRO, and that basically stands for conversion rate optimization. It's just like a fancy way of essentially saying that I help business owners get their digital marketing working better by working to increase leads and sales by lowering the cost of acquiring a leader sale, right? So it's just optimizing what you're doing on your website. And you might be saying, well, what does this have to actually do with this show, The Hustle Rebellion? Come on, Heather. Look, I think it has everything to do with anti-hustle. Hear me out. If you take what you have, aka your website, and you make it work better without having to add a whole bunch of things, isn't that a better way of operating? Using what you already have and tweaking it so it works better. And after all, your website is absolutely your home base online. So it's a perfect place to start or work with optimizing what you're doing, right? So by sharing how others can improve their websites, I'm sort of thinking you guys might get some ideas as well. So I'm choosing websites based on you guys reaching out to me saying, will you do a little audit teardown on my website? Or clients that I'm working with, a combination of things. I might just randomly come across a website online and think, oh, that's a good one. I should talk through that. So the website I want to cover in this episode is Smart Energy. They basically do sustainability reports for building and planning permits. Yeah, I know. Mouthful, right? (laughs) So look, it doesn't really matter what they do. I think it's more the ideas that I'm going to share with you guys that will help you in your own website potentially as well. So here's my recommendations. And no, you do not have to be looking at their website while I go through this. I'm not showing you their website on the video version of this podcast either. It's just to kind of give you lots of ideas that you might want to do with your own online business. So the owner of this website came to me because he's really frustrated because he got recently a very pretty, quote unquote, fancy website that had a good look, but suddenly he was not getting the leads he had before with his older website. Traffic was down a lot. So naturally that says to me, when he upgraded to the new website, something happened with search engine optimization or SEO, like the, the keywords on the website might have changed, or the links or the URLs, something changed to bring his traffic way down. But also the fact that he wasn't getting on a lot of leads that could attribute to the fact that he had less traffic, but also changes on the website as well. So there's this really cool machine. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's called the Wayback Machine. And you can basically Google any website that you want, or I should say in the search bar on the Wayback Machine, put in any website you want, and you can go back in time and see what the website used to look like. So what we Can do with him is we can go into the Wayback Machine and look at the better performing website to look at what's changed between the new website and the old website. If you guys are curious about this, just Google Wayback Machine and it's the first thing that comes up in Google. Now, some ideas around what we can do. So, obviously, it's looking at what might have worked well and I can sort of see and poke out perhaps why the old one performed better. So, look at that and replicate the things that worked well with the old site, bring them back onto the new site. Number two, is another good one is to showcase sort of his USP, his unique selling proposition with design elements. So what makes him different from other people in the industry? Nowadays, people are just not consuming content on websites. They're on average consuming 20% of a page. So you want to make these pages scannable and easy to consume, and you can do this with graphics. That's a key thing to really pop out your key points. So some sort of sort of USP graphic or framework would be important to show you know, how he's different from other people. Definitely redesigning the service pages on his website. This is where the conversions would happen. This is where the leads would come in based on services that he offered. They'd consume that content and then reach out to him. So they needed to be redesigned to look more like landing pages. So standalone pages that not only talk about what he does, but also have case studies and testimonials, the USP, if he had any guarantees, like essentially building these pages into offers like a core environment where somebody hits the page and all of their objections are answered, the features, the benefits, everything's there on that particular page. So that could be definitely done is using them as landing pages. And just so you guys know too, most people, the majority of people that come to a website only go to 1.2 pages on a website uh, as well. It's minimal. So with that in mind, you can't expect them to go to a services page if that's how they land on your site, say through an ad or SEO or whatever it is. You can't expect him to land on this page and then to go searching for case studies or testimonials or go into other areas of your site. It's just not how we operate anymore. So you want to have these you know, really cool environments. So guys, a landing page, by the way, is just a page somebody lands on. That's all, through traffic. So nice controlled environment with all the information that he needs rather than just sort of a light information about the service. You want to package it in a much more exciting way. We would look at that for the services pages we could set up Google ads as well. Google search ads could be handy for him to test going into the top two service pages. So we already know the two that we're converting the most for him in the past. So now could be the time to, you know, like I said, look at the old site, bring in those elements, design these as landing pages, send some ads to them, and you can fine tune and tweak and measure sort of your offers, your headlines, what you're saying, both in the ad and the page to get a better result. There's things you can do called split testing, where you're testing messaging on a landing page that you send ads to, to come up with something that will convert better. So yeah, using direct traffic, paid traffic is the fastest way to get people into a page to then test and measure what it's doing. Hey, Hustle Rebels. Did you know this podcast is brought to you by Website Love? That's my business. To help you cut back on the busyness in your business, a good place to start is to get your foundations right. I have two gifts for you to help you get your website working better. Watch the video masterclass, six things your website needs to get more customers or download the ultimate checklist, a 14-step plan to patch the leaks on your website. Just visit hustlerebellion.com now and scroll down to get access. blog. So he can definitely use the blog area better on his site, more of a strategy piece. So by reaching out to ideal clients that he potentially obviously wants his prospects to interview them, rather than reaching out to them to try and sell them, he reaches out to them to interview them as a thought leader. This is kind of like a foot in the door idea or method to essentially then promote what you do. Because if the conversation goes a certain way and you're getting along and the interview's good, they might reach out and say, well, yeah, what do you do? Tell me more about what you do. And that interview does not have to be on a video. It can be audio or it can just be written as well. There's tools like Apollo.ai, Seamless.ai, LinkedIn filters where you can literally filter through and find your ideal list of clients by their job title, seniority, where they work, all that sort of stuff. And then you compile this list and then essentially you do outreach to them and you email them and say, instead of, hey, you want to buy my stuff, you're like, hey, Can I interview you on this particular topic? In his case, it could be around the space of building, right? So, if he's in that sort of sustainability reports for building and planning permits, it might be around something around the building space. So, trends in a specific area. So, then from there, that's where you get the interview happening. And then he can feature those interviews in his blog. So, people then, when he sends them the interview, they would naturally also go to his website, right? To consume that content. So, Utilizing the blog is more an outreach piece rather than maybe SEO in his case. Then he he could set up an info portal as well. He really wants to have great education and be known as a thought leader in the space. So his blog could be not only the interviews, but maybe he does industry updates, like really quick videos that he could do three minutes or less where he kind of reports on what's going on in the industry. And those videos sit on his website, but also YouTube. So he has a YouTube presence. We can also feature case studies in there as well. And then building sites sort of like talking about efficiency of you know a building project. So basically he has education, he has trend reporting and industry updates, and then he has his case studies and people can come into this info portal and really quickly filter by what they need. So thinking strategically around, I suppose, your blog is really where I wanted to go with that point. It doesn't always have to be writing content for content's sake. Also, the case studies part of his business is going to be really important. So having a really great case studies area on the website, that content can be repurposed into emails. So for email marketing, newsletters, LinkedIn posts, even paid ads on LinkedIn, all that to use to outreach to potential new people as well. So really packaging those case studies in a way that can be shared off-site as well as on-site. Setting up a get a quote form as well, just allowing it to be really easy for people to request a quote. There wasn't really clear sort of call to actions on the website. Uh, It was more like contact us, but ultimately the client would want a quote. That's how they would enter into his environment or his sort of universe, right? So having that really clear with buttons, just tweaking those words, right? From contact us to get a free quote. Adding a start here page could be another thing too for him. So for brand new visitors, 80% of visitors to a website are brand new, 20% are repeat or return. That's on average, can vary depending on your business. But if that's the case, then there's a very few return people, right? We want to get people that are new to our website very quickly to the right place as quickly as possible. So a start here page could be good, literally up in the menu. They go there, they have access to the info portal. So if they want to learn more, they can review case studies on that page, and then they can request a free quote. So it's like three paths. Oh, you're new here? Here's some amazing information where they can, like I said, filter and find information based on trends and interviews and all that. Or they can very quickly request a free quote or they can see case studies depending on where they are in the customer journey and how exposed they are to what he does as a business or how much they want what he's offering as well. They'll have three pathways there. And then the last thing as well is to allow people to book in a call if they're not ready to request a quote. So that was something he was saying. It's like, you know, some people, yeah, are ready to just go straight into the form and go, yeah, I want a quote. But some people like the old school method of, I like, I just want to talk to you. And again, that comes down to you guys knowing your customers as well, right? And how they operate. In his case, he knows that a lot of them just want to pick up the phone. So booking in a call could be a potential other option where book in a call or get a free quote. So a few things in there and lots of ideas. I'm sure there may be a few things that came up for you guys, whether it's just treating each of your core pages as a landing page, a fully self-closed environment that has your USP and your framework and your testimonials and your case studies and your features and your benefits and your FAQs all in one page so people don't have to go off and try and search for important things to make a decision. Maybe using a blog more strategically than what you are. That could be a potential other one. But maybe you have some other ideas in there as well. But that is specifically for his business. And I'll be doing more of these as well. If I get some good viewers on YouTube, if you're liking this, let me know on the video version. Or if you're listening on the podcast, you know, I'll know by the numbers if you guys are liking this episode and I'll do more of them. So in conclusion, you guys, I guess there's just some great ideas to generate traffic and also optimize what happens once it gets there, right? So we've talked traffic and conversion in this audit, website audit breakdown. So hope it helps. Hope you got some ideas. And if you do want me to do one for you, just visit hustlerebellion.com. There is a contact button in the top right of the page. Click on that. Fill in the form. Say, hey, Heather, I want you to do a little edit of my website for your podcast and make it happen. So that's it, you guys, for this episode. Hopefully it helped. Hopefully you got some ideas. And I'll see you soon, my friends. Thank you for supporting me and listening each week talk soon. Bye. Hey, Hustle Rebels. If you enjoyed tuning in, you have to check out hustlerebellion.com. It's where you get access to the special resources mentioned in these episodes and can watch the video versions. If this episode gave you a few tips to help you run your business better so you can live a more joyful life, please rate and review it and pass it along to a fellow business owner. As always, thank you for your support.